Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony here at Death Squad. Check out DeathSquad.tv and click on tour dates, and there you'll see that the Death Squad Midwest tour is this week. That's right, October 15th, we're going to be in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Me, Tiffany Haddish, and Dean Delray. We're going to be at Dr. Grin's. It's going to be a great show. It starts at 8 o'clock. And then the following day, October 16th, we're going down to Columbus, Ohio. We have two shows at the Columbus Funny Bone. The first show starts at 7 p.m., and it's a podcast where you can sign up if you want to try to do comedy. Bring your best three minutes of all the comics that get to go up. We are going to choose our favorite three, and then those three are going to battle it out at the end of the show. And if you win, you get to open up for us at the 9 o'clock show. That's right, 9 o'clock, we're having a Death Squad comedy show. Again, Dean Delaray, Tiffany Haddish, and whoever wins the 7 o'clock Death Squad draft podcast. And then the following day, October 7th, we are going to Indiana at Morty's Comedy Joint. This is a late show, so if you work, don't worry. It's at 11.45 p.m. Shit, that's late. But so what? Let's try it out. So make it out to Morty's Comedy Joint in Indianapolis. And then me and Tony Hinchcliffe are going to Phoenix, Arizona in October 23rd. And we're, go- uh, we're returning to Stand Up Live. And then San Francisco, Sacramento, October 28th and 29th. All these dates can be found at DeskWad.tv. Just click on tour dates for all the information. And if you go to DeskWad.tv right now, you can see commercials for all the Midwest shows that explain the DeskWad draft a little bit better and stuff like that. Also, please help us out if you can. The only way I can pay for everything is if you buy some merchandise. So go to ShopSquad.tv. Right now, there's a lot of items that are on sale and a lot of items that are almost sold out. So if you've been dragging your feet, now's the time. Go to ShopSquad.tv. And if you want some Tony Hinchcliffe merchandise or if you want to see some other shows Tony's doing, you can always go to TonyHinchcliffe.com. All right, guys. Here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Redman coming to you live from the Road Famous Comedy Store for a brand new episode of Kill Tony, Volume 2. Good up for Tony! Oh, yeah, baby. We did it again. Here we are. Happy Monday, everybody. How are you guys? You ready for an exciting show? I have two of my funniest friends here to be guests on tonight. Okay, very good. Fuck yeah. This is fun. It's always fun waking everybody up on a Monday evening, you know, after everybody gets good and high and excited and nervous. Welcome, everyone. Glad you guys are here. Um, It's another beautiful Monday. We had a fun weekend, right? I was in um, Sacramento, got to see some UFC, do some fun shows with Joe Rogan. Sacramento's always fun. Uh, A lot of Kill Tony fans there. A lot of people giving suggestions and things. That's cool. You guys did a comedy show there also? Yeah. That's awesome. I love yeah. Sacramento. At our, at our very, where we've had fun before at the... Uh, Punchline. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're coming to... Uh, Kill Tony's going on the road, people, for you audio listeners. If you live in Columbus, guess yeah. what? We're coming home. October 8th. 16th. Yep. October 16th, we're doing a Kill Tony, and it's going to be followed by a comedy show right after... The Cat Pack. We're coming with T- Tiffany Haddish. We might have some surprises. Super, super big surprises, perhaps. Yeah. On, so it's on top fun. of the already exciting fun that we're going to be bringing. 
Uh, the following week, we're going to be in Phoenix, Arizona at Stand Up Live. Uh, awesome. That's right. We That's the 29th, right? 23rd. Oh, so the 16th and the 23rd. 16th in Columbus and 23rd in Phoenix. So if anybody here wants to go see us in either one of those cities, if you guys want to go to Columbus or Phoenix, you might want to go buy an airplane ticket now. And, uh, or you could just keep coming and seeing us every Monday. Another fun packed crowd. I'm very excited you guys are here. And by packed, I mean there's seven empty seats over there, but I'm ignoring that section. All right. Uh, we had delicious food made for us tonight by our favorite and only sponsor sitting right over there, everybody. It's the lovely Elise Lane. Tonight she made some amazing food. A little Labor Day barbecue, people. Chipotle barbecue tofu and chicken. Pasilla chile and andouille. Am I saying that right? Those two L's are silent. Andouille shells. Those two L's aren't silent. And cheese. Red potato salad with dill. Watermelon and arugula salad with feta salada and balsamic reduction, and grilled street corn with chipotle mayo and cotilla and cilantro. Looks amazing. I just en- en- enunciated all of that correctly. <laughs> Good job. She just appeared on Dining with Doug and Karen, episodes 37 and 39, so check out that podcast. That's a great podcast. Doug yeah. really figured it out. It's like, hey, I'm going to do a podcast where I get to eat and all my friends get to eat. Everybody loves food. <laughs> Everybody. Did Doug, Doug is a busted the podcast world wide open by making podcasts of things that he loves to do. Yeah. Getting Doug with high and... Doug and Karen dining with Doug and who doesn't want to eat and his masturbation podcast that's what's next it's gotta be next uh Dugging off with jerk. Hey, that's actually a great, great idea for a podcast. Like we could like be in like two separate rooms, maybe FaceTiming, and then we try to podcast while masturbating. Guys, we have a fun show ahead of us tonight. I'm really excited about it. Um, I, we have a little special treat for you guys. You guys like special treats? Yeah. Well, we normally don't do anything like this, but I have one of my funniest friends in the world uh, who lately has um, been uh, taking over the music uh, comedy world uh, you know him from Saturday Night Live and Mad TV his current album The Shingles 2009 to 2014 is out right now it's available everywhere put your hands together for tonight's musical guest doing his new song never heard before not on that new album called Help Me it's debut right here put your hands together for the great Jeff Richards everybody oh shit Jeff Richards Josh Martin Yes! Jeff Richards! <laughs> In such a shitty place I took a double take Then I looked away When I look back She attacked She gets a roll out of my head It's fact Help me 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 No I'm not dead Just like you Full flavor Thirsty 
The great Jeff Richards. Very Rick Ross-like. It's a brand new song. So new, it didn't seem like it was actually finished. Uh, you gotta love that. Nothing more fun than bringing some experimental fun stuff to kill Tony, as always. Um, so, let's keep it moving along, guys. You know what you're at. You're at Kill Tony. That means that there's always a head of security here to keep us safe. Keep an eye on us. Make sure nothing gets too crazy. Uh, you might remember the original Patriot from episodes uh, 1 through 30-something. And then he quit because he said he got too big for the show. That he was so irreplaceable, we weren't going to be able to move on without him. To show him how replaceable he is, we've had a new person do his job every week since then. Uh, and it's actually gone smoother than with the original guy. Tonight's Patriot is a return Patriot, one of my favorites. It is Iron Willie Hunter, ladies and gentlemen. People call him the Barack Letterman of comedy, or the David Obama. What's up, Willie Hunter? How are you, bud? I'm pretty good. Yesterday was your birthday, correct? Happy birthday. Did you have fun? Did you celebrate? I did. I got very drunk. I'm 28, guys. I'm 28. Wow. 28. You look 12 in that pajama outfit, though, so you have an age to bet. You're good. <laughs> Thank you. Did you, uh, did you have uh, any trouble waking up today? Were you a little bit hungover? Uh, I was still drunk. You were still drunk? Yeah. That's sort of fun, right? No, it isn't. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I because you wake up, you're still drunk, and then you sober up, so you have an awake hangover. Oh. That's the worst. Yikes. You know, I normally just keep sleeping until I'm not drunk anymore. I just clapped at that. I like that. Real alcoholic back there. Fuck yeah, he gets it. Um, well, awesome. Willie Hunter, you have the, you've been doing, running your own show, which is really cool. Willie's sort of like a true old school type of late night host. You know, your mentors are Letterman and uh, Carson and that whole realm. And he's been doing a, a regular show where you interview some of your favorite comedians, Sarah Silverman, Bill Burr. And uh, you're doing that, what, tonight? It's tonight in the uh, main room at 11 p.m. Right. Yes, it'll be Gerard Carmichael and Brent Moran. Wow. So from NBC's Undateable, Brent Moran, and the newest HBO special. And more music from Jeff Richards. Wow, yeah. look at that. Jeff Richards working it up. Maybe, yeah. maybe he'll have an end to that song by 11 o'clock. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, thanks for being here, Willie. This is, what, your third or fourth time being the Patriot? I think it's my third. I love it. You texted me today. You said, uh, you said, hey, I want to do it. And uh, you said something. You have a new motto now that you're 28. What is it? Uh, work to exhaustion. There you go. Yeah. Willie's learning work ethic, everybody. 28. <laughs> Just hit him at 28. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start working till I'm tired. <laughs> and this is the work that you do, by the way. That's what's funny. You're like, hey, I want to be the Patriot. I have a new motto. I'm working all the time. Let me dress up like an eight-year-old for an hour and have fun and laugh with funny people. Well, it's good to see that you're working till exhaustion over there, Willie. Uh, let's bring up our guests, guys, shall we? Two of the funniest people that uh, I've ever had on this show. They're both return guests. They're both very... I've worked with them many a times, either doing stand-up or in the writer's room. Comedy Central roast writer Jesse Joyce and getting Doug with high Doug Benson, everybody! Don't even miss me. 
Jesse Joyce, my big brother in roasting. Doug Benson, my friend, stoner buddy. We always get high. I got too high on getting Doug with high. I just started. I started off with a giant bong rip, and I never fully recovered. That's why we don't have a sword on set. Yes. Uh, uh, getting Doug with high because we, we don't want any violence of any kind. Mostly, we just want people nodding off in their seats. Because right. we do get really high. I just saw the Doug Stanhope episode. That was really great. But it was weird. It was like eight in the morning or something. It wasn't your regular time. It was a wake and bake episode, and uh, I, I I was under the impression Doug was just going to drink. So we even changed the title for that episode to. Uh, <laughs> getting Doug with drunk and um, I had uh, Guinness uh, the whole time and he had uh, whatever crazy morning cocktail he has And uh, but then he started smoking he, he got into the spirit of it and then also I've had a few people that kind of come in like I don't really smoke it's not for me I haven't done it in a long time and they smoke today's weed and right. the kind that's probably best for them, sativa rather than indica. And then they're like, oh, I like this weed smoking. Like, I've gotten some people kind of uh, into it a little bit. It's great. After they just did it on the show just as sort of a lark, you know, just like, oh, I'll just try it just for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. And then they... You make uh, them feel good and safe, so then they go home and they smoke by themselves and freak the fuck out. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Then they're I don't in know. the forest naked. Uh... Do you find it hard finding guests constantly on that show, Doug? Like, are you running out of people that that would smoke on camera, or it's not as much running out as it's just that the the, the big ones that you would want uh, aren't interested for various reasons, and uh, so it's hard to uh, uh, it's hard to keep everybody happy with the uh, you know trying to get like uh, people want the biggest names and the people that are the most obvious. Like, it's like of course Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg and. <laughs> People like that would come on a show like this with no problem, but turns out they're extremely busy. And in Snoop's case, he has his own show. That's pretty much the same thing. So, so it kind of just kind of a standoff there. Like I think I have to go on his show first. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I love it. The great but, Jesse Joyce, you're back. Yes, yeah, Jesse Joyce, everybody. I am. Uh, yeah. Thanks. As, uh, as Legend in my favorite world of roasting. Yeah, it's nice of you. As a recovering alcoholic, I too am going to be starting a podcast called Relapse with Jesse. <laughs> just every week you get into it again? Yeah, we're just going to go to a barn and get a 40. That's so funny. You must have started drinking young. You seem kind of young to be... I did. Uh, I quit at 26. So, shit. Because yeah, I was a monster. That's when I was just getting going. <laughs> uh, Willie, you have any questions for our guests tonight? Uh, yes, I have one for Jesse. You write a lot of those jokes for people. Uh, do you get pissed off if someone messes up your joke? I get infuriated when people mess up my jokes. <laughs> oh my god, Larry King was the fucking worst. Really? Ah, uh, that fucking animal would go up. He like didn't want to be mean. He refused to be mean, and all he wanted to do was like old man fucking golf jokes, you know, like like Ugh. joke jokes, you know, like uh, a guy walks into a dentist of office, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. We had to go like I don't think you understand how this roast thing works, Larry. And then he just like would just phone in our fucking. It was yeah, it was infuriating. I, I thought he was so funny. Which oh. was Trump, right? Yo, Donald Trump is the other one. He was the biggest piece of shit I've ever worked with. That fucking guy. He's the worst. He would. He didn't contribute anything positive to the roast. He would just uh, like we'd send him a page of jokes, and he would send it back like redacted, like a real estate contract. You know, it was just like all black. You know what I mean? 
and and then the only thing he contributed one time was like we had this joke that was like uh, it was I think it was like what's the difference between Donald Trump's head and a wet raccoon? A wet raccoon doesn't have three billion dollars, whatever. That's the joke. And he crossed out three and put in seven. You know what I mean? Like he jacked up the numbers. So it's like he needed people to know, you know, and, and it's like all you did is add a syllable, dipshit. You know, like you didn't contribute. And then there was another joke. It was some about how he lives in a, a twenty-five thousand square foot marble penthouse space station that orbits the Earth. Whatever he crossed that out and put fifty thousand. Like he needed people to know that his fictitious space station was bigger. That's how much of a piece of shit that guy is. Anyway, so yeah, wow. numbers are funny. Mm-hmm. Great question. This guy knows Dave, funny yeah. numbers when he sees them. <laughs> Seven's a funnier number than three. <laughs> Patriot, you have a question for our friend Doug Benson? You don't have to have a question. Okay. I want to ask you, this is a serious question here. Oh, shit. you've gone without being high? Um... Too long. <laughs> well, the you know, my first 28 years... Uh, pretty much, yeah. I didn't start till I was 28, and then, um, and then since then, I guess the longest break was the 30 days for super high me when I didn't smoke for 30 days, and uh, yeah. Now, now if I want to get a really good high, I'll like, uh, you know, I'll wait a while bef- between, you know, get it smoking like maybe a few hours. <laughs> you know, let like 15 minutes go by. When I finally get around to hitting this joint, it's going to be a great high. Yeah, you have to reset yourself once in a while, I would imagine, because it seems like it just starts losing potency if you smoke. Well, that's the great thing about so many different strains and so many different delivery systems, you know? Like, I I love these pills that that I get from the dispensary I go to, but, like, if I took them every day, I'd get used to them. So they're, like, special occasion pills or, like, uh, long-flight the pills. It is crazy how different kinds of pot can totally fuck you up because sometimes I'll go home and hang out with my buddies, you know, once every couple of years in Youngstown. And the pot in Youngstown, Ohio, where I'm from, is so bad that it literally has its own name, and it's Youngstown Brown. Because it's would, such terrible Because it's rusty? It's brown. I yeah. Would imagine. No, yeah, it's just dirty. It looks like dirt. However, when you smoke it, you get fucked up. And it blows my mind that even that kind of pot, you know, because it's not necessarily what they would call Mexican weed. It's just really shitty Northeast Ohio weed. Uh, But it works. It works very well, which always shocks me. I'm always shocked now that any town would have shitty weed because anybody with a closet can, uh, you know, put together all the stuff they need to, uh, to grow and cultivate awesome weed well a lot of my friends that still live in Youngstown live with their parents so they literally don't have a closet that they can grow in so uh, it sucks they're making babies and uh, living says where are they going to jerk off with a belt around their neck (laughs) (laughs) I know filled the closet with plants (laughs) you didn't think that's where I thought you usually do that from like the ceiling fan. (laughs) I didn't know you went into the closet for that. Oh, I guess yeah, they are in the they they hang themselves. I get it now. All right, that was that was a dark conversation. But you know, sometimes you got to plan for things. Well, let's come out of the closet and uh, start the show guys. into the fire. Yeah, uh, you guys have both been on the show. We always have fun. We had a lot of comedians sign up for the opportunity to get one minute on this stage to chat with us. And uh, you guys know how it works. You get one minute, you know your minute's up, and you hear that sound of a kitty. (laughs) How adorable. You better wrap it up then, or else you're going to bring out the angry West Hollywood bear. (laughs) 
It's like, a, it's like a bear that's working in a Foley studio or something. Microphone. Can we get a little bit more from you on this next take, Bear? He's holding two coconuts. Bear, we really liked that last one, but can you give it a little bit more bass? All right, I'll try. Thank you, Bear. Take five. The podcast listeners hate it when things get loud. Oh, like Jesus. That. Yeah, it's right inside their ears. At Tony Hinchcliffe, just wanted to let you know I'm not listening to the next two episodes because I had to pull out my earbuds for the bear. Yeah. You, oh, you, he's you punishing you by not listening. Right. Well, the other nice thing, for as far as the audio is concerned, for the podcast listeners, is that the guy talking through a fucking drive through window vending machine speaker does not have the microphone anywhere near his mouth. Right. <laughs> Yeah, how do we hear him on the podcast? We're not going to. I don't know if you know how. He's mic'd up. He's He's mic'd up. Is a mic pointed right at his dick? Right. (laughs) Oh, that's your The speaker's right on his dick, yeah. Oh. He's got a dictaphone. Forgive me. You figured this out. I didn't realize. A dictaphone is funny. (laughs) Sorry. That was hilarious. Well, let's get into it, guys. Your first comedian doing 60 seconds tonight goes by the name of Alex... What's up, guys? I want to be a better person consistently, but I feel like after years of being sheltered, like there's like this little like Asian rapper that's manifesting himself inside of me. He does like really fucked up things, and I've gotten to know him really well. His name's Lil Jang. And I'll be sitting at home trying to have a sophisticated night. And I'm like, you know, reading the Huffington Post. And he's like, yo, say, man, we need to get some butt sluts tonight. And I'm like, no. I need to know what's going on in Syria. He's like, man, you little bitch. But then, like, because last time I let him out, I ended up in a back alley smoking a plump cigarette and fucking this fat chick. And I was like, what? And she ended up falling on me. And I'm a skinny guy, and she was like this thick girl. And I felt like James Franco in 127 hours, like, ah, help, help, ah, where's that fucking knife? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want the bears now. Fuck yeah, that's 56 seconds. You can stop there. Did you really hook up with the fat check? Yes, I like, it's an ego stroke. It's a what? It's an an ego stroke. Ego stroke? Yeah. Like I thought you were using a golf term, eagle stroke. Yeah. yeah. I thought he said it was an eagle's joke, like the band from the 80s. Eagles love my shit, man. You have braces. I do, that's probably why words get caught in there. Okay. Yeah, you gotta get, you gotta get those words out in comedy, it's pretty crucial. <laughs> Dentists, the real enemies of comedy. How long have you had the braces for? Uh, Actually, like a year and a half. I get them off uh, in about a month, so, uh, yeah. I'm going to get off in a few hours. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Um, I'd say I would get away from, uh, you know, just... Just for advice for uh, future performances, I wouldn't. I wouldn't use the expression "fat chicks." Okay. I wouldn't bring that up because you know there's ladies present and they're uh, offended by that sort of thing. Uh, I love it. On the other hand, um, 
But, uh, yeah, but, you know, I mean, that's a small thing. I mean, I don't know about the overall. I was just sort of, uh, you know, I know a minute's a short period of time, but uh, I was just sort of lost by it. It's sort of, uh, there was a lot going on in that one minute. It seemed like a, a Vine video that you were talking about or something. Like, it, like you said you had a fat, what was it, a tumor or something, or a guy that's inside of you? Uh, no, like a... Do the whole minute again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway. No, at the beginning, didn't you say there was like a side of you that? What what were you talking about? Oh, like a a manifestation inside of me, like an alter ego. An alter ego, basically. What is that? Your writer up there? (laughs) (laughs) Whoever he is, he's got a Burt Kreischer costume on. Fuck yeah. Uh, what do you got, Tony, for this gentleman? Well, you know, I was really excited to hear. You had me You had me excited to hear what the end of that uh, fat chick falling on you thing was going to be. And, you know, I, there's just something about a movie reference. You know, 127 hours came out like a lot of, a long time ago. More than 127 yeah. hours ago. Definitely. <laughs> but I don't, I, I don't mind it if it had just been, you know, it's just something about it, like, you know, you got it's at the expense of a fat lady that you have to get trapped and have to cut your arm off. Right. You know, so that's that's where it sort of sort of lost me. But I mean, I you know, I have references to movies that are 40 years old, you know, because if, as long as everybody knows the reference, you can still get away with that sort of thing. Right. Maybe you were looking for a pocket knife, but you didn't have one. Luckily, the fat chick had a butcher knife because she carves turkeys. I don't know, guys. Guys, everybody realize. Even Tony doesn't take my advice. He keeps saying fat chick over and over again. Now, here's what you want to do with the fat chick. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm an alternative one where I say, like, I woke up next to a music video chick and they're, like, thick. You know, the music video girls with, like, Nicki Minaj they're eyes. thick? No, see, it doesn't Big ass. Well, I, mean, I don't think anyone would argue that Nicki Minaj uh, doesn't have a big ass. I mean, she does, right? Yeah, definitely. That's sort of her thing. Yeah. But I don't know if you'd have to cut your arm off because her ass is so fat. Not yeah. her ass, no. <laughs> like, I, no, now, see, now we're just getting into, like, I don't think you're going to find the right ass to arm cutting off uh, equation <laughs> let, let me ask to you make this thing that's work. Did the fat chick really fall on you? Uh, no, it's, it's, since it was a minute, I had to revise it down. What happened with this girl? T- tell us what actually happened. Well, tell us the real story without trying to make it funny. Well, I went out for How'd you meet her? Uh, it was at a club, and I had too many, like, scotch and PBR. Okay. And That's a weird drink. <laughs> right. Yeah. Scotch and PBR, you might as well just order a fat chip. That's, <laughs> That's episode nine of Relapse with Jesse. <laughs> Each episode's a different alcohol. And, yeah. Scotch so, so, like, and PBR. After that, we're, we're like, cha-cha lounge in Silver Lake, and so next thing you know, I'm in a back alley, like, smoking a clove cigarette, and she's like, hey, you got a light? And then I'm just like, yeah, like, hey, you want to fuck? <laughs> wow. Like, oh, you really bring out your ace pickup lines <laughs> when you're yeah. smoking a clove. Those cloves really bring out your game. Ego's Fuck yeah, something like that. Yeah, so, uh, Want to get your pubes stuck in my braces? That would have been a good line. <laughs> oh, shit. All that good stuff. So then you said that. You, did you, was that really about what you said? Yeah. And then what uh, happens next? I woke up at her place, and she was, like, cuddling on me, and I was like, fuck, this is a lot. 
<laughs> what did no, it, in a good way. She was how did it make you feel? Like, what, what did you like about it? About um, that, that about the hefty to, uh, female? I was able to make her come. <laughs> All right. So there you go. That guy. That guy's never made anybody come. Oh. Obviously. <laughs> Just, well, all right. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's a lot of space to cover, so I was like, okay, like let's let's, let's do this. Okay, yeah, a lot of space to cover, my, but you really only need to focus on the vagina. Uh, <laughs> I tend to be an all-around customer service type deal. Oh yeah, yeah. You so, got you got those fat ankles. Give them a little action. Work those elbows. The more I'm hearing about this story, the less important I think the clove cigarette is to the story. Uh, I don't know why the fuck you wasted three seconds with the clove. Yeah, I'd change that part to crack. (laughs) (laughs) Then it'll all make a little bit more sense. Fun times, Alex Duong. Thank you so much. Thanks, dude. He's on Twitter at Dapper Duong. D-W-O-N-G? D U O N G D A P P E R Duong D U D U O N G. Fuck yeah! You know, nice. That was a nice start. Yeah. yeah. We were we're really off to the braces. <laughs> How many? Uh... See what you did. See that would have worked better had I said it if he was up there with his braces. It's one of those visual ones. I don't Should've know. Got... I thought it still sounded like races when you said braces. Off to the, off to the so braces. I don't think everybody got it. But 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 but. This looks like a new name. Uh, put your hands together for Arona Lopez. Arona Lopez. Oh, shit. You know what that means. I don't see anybody coming, which means Arona Lopez just got blacklisted. Oh. Hit it, Willie. Give me a go, 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 go. There you go. You nailed it. Well, that's one area where Comedy Patriot was a little better. <laughs> At least he was better at something. <laughs> but you're better at staying quiet when it's time to be quiet. Yes. <laughs> Good most, job. The most important thing. Uh, put your hands together for Zach Kirby, everybody. From deep in the back. Zach Kirby, everyone. Here he is, live in the flesh. Still walking. Fuck yeah. Got his phone. He's got some notes. Holy shit! We're also recording this for you, by the way. <laughs> sure. Just did a mic check. This guy's on it. Have you ever thought about what your face looks like when you're in the middle of taking a giant poop? Like when you're equidistant between a prodigious, Herculean, monstrous turd. Halfway between freeing the sphincter from an immense, dropping nagging. Gargantuan whale of a log. <laughs> Do you comprehend the scenario? Do you get the picture? Taking a shit. Do you etch the sketch? <laughs> Do you pick up what I'm putting down? Is there kinesthesia to the representation of I guess the essence of that inkling of form is complete. Poetry. All right. Uh, I see you went with poetry. Interesting maneuver. He's got a lot of stuff like that written down in that in that book. But then you you put your notes on the stool. You didn't have a chance to look at them because it was only a minute. But uh, yeah, that was some that was some good shit. <laughs> I brought the notes. 
case, I forgot my lines. I forgot, I forgot your lines. It happens, it happens, yeah. but also, like, it sounds like, uh, I think your first problem is, is being too too memorized and also, like, uh, too, uh, it, it almost was poetry about shitting, and you need, you need to do more, like, jokes about shitting rather than, uh, rather than Lewis Carroll's take on shitting. You should go with... Have you ever wondered what your face looks like? Have you ever had a scatty hoozle out of your poople schwoozle? Roses are Kind red. of Dr. Seuss, I guess. Roses are red and poopy is brown. I don't know. I said poopy is brown. Look what you yes. did to me. If you want the good shit in Ohio, get the downtown. You uh, strike me as a man who has a uh, thesaurus next to his toilet. Uh, Thesaurus.com for that. Yeah, that's what I figured. Do you not? You don't actually own those words, right? Like they're not part of your actual vernacular. Am I correct? Do you actually use Brobding Nagian in conversation? Right, right, right. No, I learned that word from that website. Right, yeah. Well, it's pretty obvious that you did. So, like... I liked it. Right, it's great. Do you know where it comes from? I do not. It's uh, from uh, Gulliver's Travels, right? It's, uh, there was the land of Lilliput, which is where the Lilliputians were from, and then there's the land of Brobdingnag, which is where the Brobdingnagians are from, and they were giants, hence the name, right? Anyway, the point is, if you don't know the word... <laughs> You motherfucker. I'm trying to explain something here. You can't just fucking copy and paste words out of a thesaurus and just put them in a giant string in your fucking dumb Star Wars notebook. You can't just write down a bunch of shit that you saw in a thesaurus. You have to fucking know the word. That's right. That's my point. Yes. Don't you fucking cricket me or whatever that is. That was the bird giving you a high five. Oh. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. I know a lot about Gulliver's Travels, but not a lot about animals. Birds agree with Jesse at his point. There's the angry West Hollywood bear, and there's the bird of truth. Oh, is that what that was? Fucking, would somebody explain what your silly noises are before I flip out at you next time? It's the bird of truth. It's the bird of truth. All right, fine. Uh, Be careful, because we also have the, uh, the frog of disappointment. So oh. that could come out at any point. <laughs> that doesn't sound that like doesn't a frog. Disappoint. Or disappointed for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like neither. Just neither. Yeah, but uh, exactly what you were saying though. I mean, that's not how you talk. And so when you, you're trying when you're on stage, you're almost hypnotizing the audience to try to get them to be on the same boat as you. That was uncomfortable to watch. It felt like you were doing poetry or a play. And like what you said, you forgot your lines. That's not stand up comedy. You're just a nerd. I tell you what, like I love like word choices with comedy. Like Pat Oswalt's amazing at like the words that he uses, but he actually knows those words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> but uh... and it's also important. That, I mean, it, you're 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 taking really smart words and you're trying to make a shit joke out of it. That everything that has already been talked about about pooping, I promise. So unless you really really delve into it, something about other than. And I don't even think you really talked about the face that you made after that. You start off about the face. That seems like where you're going, but I didn't hear anything more about actual well, the it's face. Well, just a minute that I insert into a, a longer bit. What's that right. longer yeah, bit Yeah, it's about? part of a I bigger... I actually told that bit on my first time when I was on this show. It's part of a bigger shit bit. Episode 64 <laughs> episode, I believe. Am I supposed to remember that minute no, or something? The oh, yeah. the minute where you they talked about what your hand does when you poop. I don't know. Zach Kirby. What else? 
You guys have anything else for Zach? I like your. I think I like you know. I I thought that he was you know he, he certainly was using some smart words and it wasn't just a silly it wasn't just a dumb shit joke but it also like you were saying didn't didn't seem to have much of a point but then he said it's part of a bigger bigger thing. I'm so guess, I'm uh, guessing the punchlines are in the other parts of the I joke. guess so. I say you know uh, uh, play around with it, see where it goes. But it, it is uh, it is a tricky area, especially when you're a new young comic. Like when you have something to prove and you get up there and you start talking about shitting, people are going to be like, oh boy, you know. Like it's hard for people to just jump on board with that. You know, you got to be at it for a while before uh, shit jokes are going to be yeah. embraced. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And even then. Who does them anymore? Right. I, I am very poop heavy on my. That's right. <laughs> Don't you have a whole bit about how you want to poop in a dolphin's mouth? No, I poop inside of mouth of a dolphin. Brian's quick with becoming like the poop comedian. Like, really? Yeah. Poop. You is, have lots of poop jokes. I'm very there? poop heavy. I poop, have, I've had a really shitty year. Poop has become Red Band's watermelon. <laughs> All right. Well, I wish I had better advice. Do you have anything, Jesse? Sorry for get, for getting my lines. By why do you close oh, your eyes so hard? Well, don't apologize for that. I mean, that's part of being a stand-up is, like, you got to just fucking get up there and do something and make them laugh, and uh, apologizing usually is not hilarious. Yeah, definitely uh, You know, it's just just, uh, just do your thing, man. Don't don't apologize to us. Just keep working on it. Yeah. There you go. Zach Kirby. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's a little bit more depressing than other times, guys. Depressing? Sometimes it just gets a little weird, you know? When a kid apologizes, closing his eyes, I'm really sorry, guys. It makes it weird. I felt it. You well, maybe he it? shouldn't have disappointed us. <laughs> oh, shit. Can we get him back here and tell him not to disappoint <laughs> yeah, I mean, us ever again? I'm I can joking. see he already hung himself in the I'm green room. see if here. But uh, at least he did something, Robin Williams, like while he was... Uh, <laughs> Anything, guys. I was not going to attach his name to all the hanging talk, and then you had to go and do it. Hey. Let's kill Tony. (laughs) I mean, what'd you think of when that guy, Tony, killed that guy on the racetrack? Uh, I thought it was good promotion. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The words. I thought you might have to change the title. (laughs) The words Tony and Kill were trending. Yeah, they were. Oh god! I mean, not in the proper order. It was, you know, Tony Stewart yeah. kills driver, but you might have garnished an extra NASCAR fan or two. But then you lost them at Bromptignagian. Right? Yes, definitely. I also lost them when I brought out a Black Iron Patriot. Uh, NASCAR fans don't like uh, Willie's type too much. Will- Willie's black? Yeah. Holy shit! I know. I had no idea. I thought it was a white dude with a fro. Yeah. Put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Ian Ellis, everybody. <laughs> Ian Ellis coming from deep in the back. Here he comes. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Get excited. I'm not a German guy with fucking autism. Uh, shut up. <laughs> First comic got braces at school. My girlfriend has braces. Sorry, right, she is age appropriate for a pedophile. She's 32. I love braces because they're like lingerie for teeth. Every time she smiles, I'm like, baby, you got your stuff for me. I can't wait to hit that. 
What are those, the Victoria's Secret ribbons? <laughs> I heard they make your teeth look bigger. <laughs> I like big teeth on a bitch. PBR and Scotch. Because <laughs> if you could take care of those choppers, you might be able to take care of a baby. I don't know if bigger teeth make you a better mom, but if your teeth are fucked up, that's a clear sign you're not good at taking care of things that are important to you. <laughs> right, my name's Ian Ellis. I love you tonight. There you go. Fuck yeah. That was the strongest closer so far this evening. Yeah. He's had some laughter when he closed. Yeah. Ian, finished I big. I haven't seen you before. Are you new in LA? Yeah, I've only been here a couple weeks, and I'm a huge fan of Jesse Joyce. Like, it's oh, awesome. so hard for me to be here. Oh, it's sweet of you. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. it. That's so cool. That's you're kind of really stacking the deck for me to not then dick on you. Yeah, That's yeah. Kind of unfair. You know? Oh, don't worry. I got this. Like what do you? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, man? I love that. I, the, I gotta say, that's my favorite part of your act. Is yeah. that you have a tiny wine glass yeah. you really are that you're waving of... around the whole time. I've never seen that before. Yeah. It was like you were, your act was kind of like if Mitch Hedberg drank wine and, and yeah. didn't necessarily have jokes. Because you but... had sort of his cadence. And then a wine glass, and then a lot of also a lot of callbacks to shit that's been going on. Like, uh, you know, I mean, everyone's just doing a minute. You don't really have to use some of your time to to rag on other guys that only had a minute. You know what I mean? It's a cute idea. In general, I like the idea of calling back something that another act said or whatever. But you really like lasered in on it like we that's why even why we got the braces material you weren't planning to do that until you heard him do until you saw the guy with braces right no i was totally planning on that material that joke was already planned and you're like oh braces everybody thank god my one minute of material out of millions of subjects braces is what i came here to talk about that's awesome how long have you been doing stand-up about four years now. Where are you from? Chicago. I just moved here. Nice. Yeah, I'm right. You see, that's, that's a fucking Mitch Hedberg right there. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I just you, People might mention it to you if you always sound like him. I recently saw it might come up. But are, you a, big, are, you, you know. are you a Mitch Hedberg like if you didn't know D a lot? I get that a lot. I just saw the greatest movie ever rolled. Great movie. Oh, thanks, dude. Thank you. All right, Jesse, now you got a rag on him. All right, yeah, well... <laughs> I, I've been to the jukebox. I've performed at the jukebox. Uh, do you have any what? stripper stories? I had ass and taint in my face. At what the do you think's bar. happening right now? What, what do you think your role is on this show? Because it sounds like... It sounds like you think you're the new host. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I know I'm funnier than Red Man. So. No. Oh, what the fuck? Oh dear. That bear's coming. That bear's gonna come out at you. He took a big sip of that Merlot after he said it. I, th- I think he regretted it immediately. It was a sip of courage. You're, you're on the stage wearing flip flops and you're a grown adult. You really like, are. Like, I mean, you're drinking wine out of a little glass. You're, and you're trying to shit on me for no reason. What I was going to say. What I was going to say. Hey. What I was going to say is that you actually did a really good job, better than anybody else, because you you you, you knew how to be a stand-up. You weren't memorizing lines. You were taking material, mixing it with, with 
what, what was going on, and I think you did really good. And I was just going to say, you, and then you burnt that bridge. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> nice, <laughs> really, really not a good move for being in LA two weeks. I, I mean, saw Brian at the Secret Show. He was great. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah, so he meant that. He meant that in a roasty sort of way, okay. as opposed to that he genuinely thinks he's better than you. <laughs> you. Uh, <laughs> it's a Chicago style. You really are like a man of a lot of contradictions, though. Cause yeah. It's like the way you sound and the way you look. It's like you. I do enjoy him. Right. You look like a bus driver, but you're dressed. <laughs> Like a guy who rents kayaks, and you sound like a juggalo. So it's this combination of factors that I just don't know. But I do agree with Red Band that, that you did have, like, the most structured... Like, I really did. I thought that was a really funny, like, a genuinely funny idea that, that you wouldn't trust a woman who has fucked up teeth with her kids because she doesn't uh, take care of what's important to her. I, like, that's... Like, I've thought that without actually putting it that concisely. Like, I think that's a funny idea. So, uh, you know, with your earring, you look like Eddie Pepitone's gay nephew. See, no. See, this is what happens. Like, I don't know. He's just sitting here saying nice things to you. You're going for it, but that doesn't always work. Uh, But no, but I did like what you did, is the point. So, especially when you're great job, asshole. <laughs> Can't wait to see more, dick face. <laughs> Serious question, and I don't want you to try to be funny. All right? Yes. You promise you'll answer it honestly? Absolutely. Where did you get that shirt from? <laughs> don't try to be funny. Tell the truth. I don't buy a lot of clothes for myself. This was given to me by a man named Carl. All right, you you had to go and say something hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Told you, you not to be funny. How did how, how did you know Carl? Carl Cusero, I knew him from youth group when I was a boy. So he just randomly would give you clothes, or he just said, hey, man, take this worst shirt I've ever seen in my life. I want to give it to you. Ten years ago, it was a pretty happening shirt. He's like, hey, guy, you look a little homeless, and I've had it that long. Right. It's a ten-year-old so shirt. It's like your lucky shirt now? Yeah, because things went great tonight. You and Jesse and Tony and Brian, so it's lucky shirt now. Yes. So he said you look homeless. He gave you that shirt when you continued to wear it for ten years. So now you look homeless again. You realize that it went full circle. Yeah. That looks very structure. You remember the store structure? The collar is curling up in on itself, like from humidity and things like that. Anyway, uh, it might be time to get a new shirt. That's a, that's a piece of advice Thank you that for helps. Me here. You guys are the best. Yeah, just put it away until the next World Cup. <laughs> what do you, uh, Ian? Come back. What do you keep in those? Uh, what do you keep in those cargo pockets? A better shirt? <laughs> Nothing on that guy. Sadness and tissue. Okay, Ian, go back. Go back. Ian, go back to Chicago. Right, Ian Ellis, everybody. Oh, it really, is tissue. Jesus. That's weird. How long did he say he been doing stand-up? Like four years? Four years. Yeah, all right. No, I think he's, I think he's on the right track. Yeah, you can I tell. Think, I think oh, he totally. can be a pretty funny dude. It was very fun. Yeah. He took a lot of chances. He went He forward. did. He attacked Used the braces everybody. as a segue. I had a feeling those braces would come up again. Braces are a big deal, right? They really stand out. They really do. It's one of those things. It's <laughs> <laughs> an excellent point, Tony. It's a terrific point. Glad you said it into a microphone. <laughs> this guy, we know him. He's been uh, coming on the show uh, since it started uh, in a big off again, on again relationship that he's engaged to his uh, 
engaged to his wife. It's Brad Sachs, everybody. Working half of that money laundered in other fronts. Forty months in the museum. We don't know if he really Chug wants chicken to patties out the window. Cop the Tyson out the Coliseum. I'm also a new father, guys. Thank you. First time. Oh, Thank you. Nice. And, and people told me, they're like, hey, it's going to change your life. And it did, because I used to be kind of a cool guy, and now I carry a diaper bag. A fucking diaper bag, guys. Fully loaded, and that means diapers, wipes, and that's where I carry my drugs. <laughs> Best place to carry drugs, especially on a plane, your diaper bag, guys. I went through the metal detector, the guy with the TSA guy was like, hey, sir, I'm going to have to check. Hey, does that say baby gap? Get your ass through there, man. <laughs> and then he yelled huggies at me, because he was a first-time father. And I yell, Pampers, bitch. That's how we talk to each other. That's what we do. Been thinking a lot about my own childhood, guys. Because I used to shower with my dad, so I've been thinking a lot about my dad's dick lately. Yeah, like, I don't know. Because I don't know. I have a daughter. I don't know if I want to, like, shower with her, even when she's, like, maybe two. So I've been thinking, like, the genitals are, like, the line at the amusement park. Like, if you're under there, like, if she's looking up at your genitals, that's cool. If you have a kid in the shower and they're looking down at your genitals, they're like 16. You have to like have okay. <laughs> you gotta have that talk. Uh, that was a good joke. Yeah, thank you. I really like that last one. Yeah. Right. I want to hear the rest of it. Can we hear the rest of it? Yeah. No, that was it. Oh. <laughs> Wait, how did it end? Uh, like if if they're, if they're looking, looking down, down they're like 16. You gotta like have that talk. I, I gotta. I'm working. It's a work in progress. I just wanted to. It's a good idea. Yeah. If you're looking at it from the north or if you're looking at it from the south pole. Yeah, like a... So is that what you had? You had a daughter? Had a daughter. How long ago? Uh, two months. Wow. Tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where you've been. Uh, got got yeah. applause twice because you put your penis in somebody and she made a baby. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Were you guys trying to make a baby or did, was it a huge accident? No, we were... No, we were... We were, went for it. We went for it. Because you knew that you'd get applause every time, like, you know, yeah. for the next 10 years. Just say, I just had a baby. It'll work every time. Uh, for, for past listeners, you might remember that Brad in the past has talked a lot about his wife and, yeah. and the, yeah. the troubles and the relationships and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And So now this just blows my mind that now you're having yeah. a kid. And now it's going to be Me really too. interesting to see what happens. I was waiting for you to come up because it's been a while since we've seen you and talk about a divorce. And yeah. you, it was brand new news to me that you had you know, a kid. I, I, divorce or a baby, it's one or the other, it's right? Either, it's probably both. I, uh, what? No, no, no. Not yet. Not yet. I just got a text message. That wasn't great, though, guys. Oh. What did the text message say? I just ate some Tex-Mex that wasn't great. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like you've been sitting on that joke for a while. Just wait. No, I just heard the words Tex-Mex. And... Um, what, just... what was the text message? Uh, it was, uh, we went to visit my uncle. I got an uncle that lives here in L.A. We went to visit him. He's like, hey, you know, you guys just had a kid. You should think about maybe taking a trip somewhere, just spending some time together. And uh, I was, you know, I kind of said, yeah, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe not this Christmas, but the following Christmas, we could take, you know, because I, I didn't know with my, my job if I could get away. And she was basically just texting me saying, you don't want to go away with me because you don't love me. That's, that's a typical I wanna, woman. I want to go away with somebody that I love, right? oh, that loves me. She that said lo- that? Yeah. I want to go away with somebody that loves that me. That loves me. In this we just, just had, had your baby. baby? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you are. Oh, I'm in a lot of trouble. So fucked. I'm in a lot of trouble, guys. That is. Rough. Oh my God, you're so yeah, fucked. That is so rough. You're so fucked. 
Yeah, I gotta, I gotta do some back. Your life is fucked. Yeah, yeah it's fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very depressed. I'm very. Oh, I bet. Let's Visual. talk about. Did you this. text back, honey? I have the most important minute of my life coming up. <laughs> this is no time. By the way, the minute format is so fantastic because he just had to gear shift right into. I used to see my dad's dick in the shower a lot. Like it just, there was no preparation for that to fucking. Oh my god, yeah. we're talking about your. Sweet, beautiful new baby daughter, and, and then your dad's cock immediately. <laughs> That's because of the format. I have, I have no. I, I figured. Yeah. I got the sense yeah. that you really rushed into the dad's cock material. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love it for that I've reason. I've been dying to talk about it for years, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> but so, sure. you know. his dad has a nice cock. Yeah, I bet. Do you remember it specifically? My dad's penis? Yeah. Yeah, I remember looking at it going like, wow, my dad's got a big, like a big one. Yeah. And he's a little guy. It wasn't big. It wasn't that big. It wasn't that, but I was like two, so. I also remember that we used to go to an athletic club, and so I'd have to go to the locker room, and it was just dick everywhere, and I just remember going, like, why Why is there so much dick everywhere? Like, I just, I don't, 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 don't take a shower with your kid. Like, have your mom do it, have her... Because that'd be even as a girl, that's probably way more sexier to have boobs everywhere than your dick. Yes. Or have your uncle do it. <laughs> why did you bring the word sexy into yeah, it to begin why with? Why would sexy have anything with? to do with getting clean? <laughs> Jesus. Oh my I'm always God. weirded out when dudes Gosh. bring their like little two-year-old or one-year-old girl into the uh, men's room. Yeah. That's yeah. always really weird to me. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of dudes standing around with their dicks out. I mean, I know they have their back to you, but still. I have a bit about that. It's weird. You do? Yeah. Me so too. weird. That and freaks it, me out. But then again, now that I have a kid, if you have to change that kid, there's no... And you have to, like, dig in and, and like, get... Right, but it's still a baby, though. But when it starts walking around, the parent that's the oh, same yeah. gender should take it into the bathroom in public right. places. No yes. guys. It's my wanna, feeling. No guys want to hear a two-year-old girl talking when they're holding their penis, no matter what. Right. <laughs> Most of them don't. That's for sure. Well, the, I think the real problem is is that if you're just a stranger in the bathroom and then they come in, you have to just take his word for it that that's his kid. You know what I mean? They just walk into a bathroom with a child in a stall. Let me see it's both usually, of your IDs. I know I'm just here pissing, but... usually uh, crying, you know? The kid's usually crying, and I'm sitting there with the urinal like, is yeah. this okay, or do I have to kick the door in? Yeah, you see something fishy at the airport, you report it. Right. Do you remember seeing your mom when you were younger? Yes. Did, Naked, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was I like on a scale of one to ten. How were her tits? <laughs> no, it was my mom. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know. I didn't. But you didn't, didn't think it was gross, did you? I mean, I thought, you know, that's that's my mom naked. That's uh, how big was know. her dick? She, come on. <laughs> she actually had big boobs. My mom. Yeah, I have a I have a big boob mom too. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I, I, I thought they were all like that. Yeah. But uh, no. Delicious areolas my mom has. <laughs> Jesus. Actually, I agree. His mom does have delicious areolas. Uh, almond milk. Anyway. Um, we're, can I hit the bear button? <laughs> you know what is weird is that like, if you're th- talking about the, the, ba- the bathing with the, the kid, it was weird how, I don't know if they still do it, but I remember going to like my friend's house and like when we'd spend the night, we'd take a bath together with my yeah. friend and oh, your yeah. mom would wash us. And it's like, what? Yeah. And I, like, I'm like 17, you know, or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's old. That's... <laughs> So, you're old and lucky. What's uh, what's, Somebody's what, mom wants to bathe you. 
Are you waking up a lot in the middle of the night to take care of this Yes, thing? yes. I've been woken up uh, pretty much like at 4, 4.30 in the morning. And I, and I'm, she, t- I'm, she, talking, I'm talking about your wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She up? Yeah, she does. She's doing most of the heavy. Are you waking up having to deal with her crying? Uh, oh. <laughs> it's silent. She's you don't want to go on vacation with me. She might have. Get ready for a lifetime of that, my friend. Oh, might not man. be a lifetime, though. She might be in postpartum depression. Oh. Well, we, I, 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 he was talking about her before she was right. pregnant, so either uh, she might have that. And if she Sounds did, like they've she had, had a lot of issues over the years. She has yes. prepartum yes. depression. Yeah. Uh, if that's possible. If that's possible. Because yeah. he was yeah. already miserable. Thank you, Tony. And you're 100% 100 sure that this is your kid, right? Like, it looks kind of like... No, no, this this is definitely me. This is definitely... uh, He has your black skin. Yeah, he's got my my sort of olive uh, complexion. She does, yeah. Definitely mine. Which is good. Okay. Well, we've uh, run some tests, and we're going to give you the results after this break. You are not the father. Brad Sachs, everybody. Thank there he goes. Thank He's you. on Twitter at Brad Sachs. Thanks, guys. That's Brad, S-A-C-H-S. Talk to Brad. Talk him back from that cliff. Uh, Brad Sachs, that's amazing. People having kids, I just don't get it. Is that anything you guys might be interested in one day? You ever think about what that would be like? Mom. Having a little three-year-old stoner running around the house, Doug? <laughs> Can you imagine Doug Wait, what? Why would my three-year-old be a stoner? I can just picture it. I can just picture it. Cleaning your baby with bat bong water. Right. <laughs> I have a lot of fun with kids, but I like to do it with ones that aren't mine, and I take them home after a day, and uh, I return them. <laughs> you do that. Never, you rent babies. I've never stolen a child. No, I just take them. Why would I rent them? Where's That's this a baby waste of money. <laughs> baby blockbuster. Oh, that baby I wanted was out. They're so easy to take. They really are. Like you know how fucking dumb and gullible. You just fucking get them. <laughs> yeah, oh they don't even God. bite back. All you have to have is like a shiny thing. Yeah, they fit uh, in a pillowcase. Some of them, like Alex Duong's Ooh. smile. That was the guy with the braces. Yes. Keep that call back. <laughs> um, you tried to say a couple things during the last guy, uh, comedy patriot, or what do I call you, Willie? Black patriot. Black Boy, patriot. I don't like that. Okay. <laughs> but Willie, Willie's your name, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, Willie, what were you saying during the last guy? I wanted to ask him, why did he have a kid with her? What, why? Well, I'm uh, sure it's because he put his penis in her vagina <laughs> and some... I think happen. <laughs> you know, that's, it's one of those things. Are you thinking you're going to change everything? Yeah, I was going to fix everything. That's what he, they probably thought. Brad, are you still here? Yes. Where this are is, you? This is really a testament to how fucked up comics are generally, that it's like a guy just said, like, I just had a beautiful baby daughter, and everybody's like, why the fuck would you do that? Yeah, what's wrong with what you? What kind of person? What kind of... Yeah, well, was it a, was it a mistake, and then she just doesn't want to get a Planned Parenthood, so you had to do it, or was it trying no, to fix no, something? No, no, they were trying. It, it, it was planned. It was planned. I mean, we, uh, you know, we've we've had our issues like a lot of uh, a lot of couples, and uh, maybe I said, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. You know, a lot of couples don't have issues too. That's true. That's that's true. I don't know who they are. <laughs> being a well, couple, no being a couple is work. It is. It's it's uh it's a compromise. Lot of work. Yeah. Were you, and, uh, were, were you but at least in, sorry. Sorry. Were you coming inside of her a lot? 
Is that what's going on? Like, were you excited about that part of it? Was that the that was good? That was that was a good part. Was that part of it that you were sort of into the trying to make a baby thing? Because you're just like, oh, I can just blow away at the funnest hole in the universe. (laughs) I think when you're married, you can still blow away while she's on birth control. Wait a second. Did you name your daughter Portia? No. (laughs) That's a great name. Why, Why is Brian laughing so hard at that? Big Shakespeare fan. <laughs> but, uh, I'm just imagining the childhood that this poor kid's going to have, and it's going to grow up become a stripper. So they just did it early. Oh, they on. gave her the stripper name immediately. <laughs> I see. Start with the stripper name. <laughs> now, Lamborghini. She has the last name Sachs, though, huh? Yes. This little beautiful Ooh. little girl has the last name Sachs. Correct. Fiona. Fiona Sachs. Fiona Sachs. Yeah, Ooh, I like that. Oh, that's a cat. Uh, does sound like a porn name. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, God. <laughs> That's uh, that's too far. That's too much. That's, that's the that's porn name. I said it sounded like one, not that it is one. When the future will only reveal that. When that baby in, came out, the hospital room was just like... Bunk, bunk, wah, wah, wah. A pizza delivery guy walked in. Let's hold off on these jokes for another 17 years and 10 months, everybody. Yeah, yeah, be cool. That's right. Yeah, it's giving up next Fiona Sachs to the stage. <laughs> She's two months old. Put what fucking strip club have you ever been where they give the last name of the stripper? What kind of a fucking ridiculous... Fiona Sachs, social security <laughs> number. Oh, right. Eight, five, <laughs> Three, two, four, eighty-five. On the main stage, Uncle Shower. Uncle Shower. Uh, Are you glad we called you back up here? So oh, dude, I worked is, out great. This is. I'm de- definitely going to need an attorney after this. If anybody has one. It was one thing trying to figure out your comedy career, but we've clearly figured out your daughter's career. So. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations on that. If your wife hears this podcast, you're definitely going to have to take her on a trip. I'm done. I'm dead. I'm dead. There he goes. Brad Sachs, everybody. Thank you you so much, Brad. Oh, shit. Fiona Sachs. That's out of control. Sachs to be her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Willie, how you doing over there? You feeling good? You having fun? Yeah, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that kid thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. Is it hot in that shit? It's a little. Yeah, okay. I thought it might be. I didn't see that you wanted to ask him a question, so if at any point, if you just put a palm up, I can see because there's like Or just go pew, pew, pew. You're standing uh, there. You yeah. Can little. yeah, you could, you could, you could really command the room if you'd wanted to. Uh-huh. But during that segment, you were like... <laughs> hey, that was getting close. <laughs> Your microphone's definitely not as hot as ours, that's for sure. Right. Yeah, I thought that was me, the feedback. Is that one also? They're both connected, both yeah. those two. Oh. So that's why if, if you stand back when you're not talking, it would be the best so that I turn it up more so that stand up yell more. Perfect. Sorry. Yeah, we you have, guys we work, have this you guys should away. work this shit out yeah, at yeah. the tech rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> Get him. Fuck yeah, let's keep this. Who next? <laughs> Fun train moving along. <laughs> Oh, this is a very funny uh, gentleman. Oh, Put your sweet. hands together for Brett Banta. A proud favorite here. I'm looking forward to Hi, my name is Brett Banta. <laughs> Thank you. Nobody likes me at work. Uh, I'm always in the first round of layoffs. I'm always the first person to get laid off. Uh, my boss came out to me once. He's like, Brett, who names a file final, 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 dot, doc? 
Looks like is it the is it the guy that's gonna be getting his final, final, final paycheck? Anyway, um Thank you. One day I'm gonna own if I ever own my own company, chicks with big tits are gonna get get laid off last. It's gonna go alphabetical or by cup size. A cups, adios, B cups, bye, C cups, see ya, D cups. Don't leave! We won't, we'll never have Hawaiian shirt Fridays. We'll have no shirt Fridays. People at work are always doing fantasy football. They have, like, complex fantasy football teams. Some, some teams will, will have, like, four quarterbacks. If I ever had my own fantasy football team, it'd be really simple. I'd be the quarterback. All the cheerleaders would be Asian. <laughs> yeah. Brett Banta, fantasy football. How's it going, Brett? Oh, uh, it's okay. <laughs> How long you been in this game? Uh, two years. I think you're right on target. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, I wasn't like dying at any of it, but I was like uh, just. You you have a, cl- a clear uh, persona personality, and uh, those are newer jokes, and you'll you'll continue to hone those. I don't that final 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 thing. Uh, who who does that anyway? Yeah, I kind of. You know what I mean? Okay. Like why why would you do that and then get fired for it? And why would you say doc twice if you're doing that? Yeah, why are you doing that? Are you that much of a... Is that the joke that you're such a fuck-up that... Uh... Yeah, like, I'll, I'll name finals, like, final, and then it'll... By date, and then I'll go final, final, and then I'll just want to quickly get rid of shit, and so I uh, I get laid off a lot. Wait, for doing this final, final? Th- it seems like you should stop doing that. Yeah. Be step one to staying gainfully employed. <laughs> that I think you needed to clarify because you're like I'm always the first guy to get laid off and I was like well you'd only get laid off from the job one time but oh, yeah. you get laid off from I a mean, bunch of jobs how many times have you been laid off? Uh, probably six times in the first round <laughs> Do you in the up? first round? what does that mean? <laughs> from six different companies like I'll get it'll be in the first round of layoffs it's kind of been a lot oh, okay. um, with a bunch of people but does the, I'll try to figure out how to not joke how to Say you know I'm not I'm unreliable at work. This is why. But is the is is the HR department familiar with your insane level of misogyny? Is that maybe why you've been you're the first to go? I'm just, I'm just freelance. I feel like you fucking single-handedly took down the Nineteenth Amendment while we were in that minute of stand-up. Um, but he's got a good persona, right? In a delivery. Yeah, no, like, I like... Don't you think he's got a fun yeah, but, thing going on? It's just that one minute of material just wasn't... But, wasn't but yeah, I mean, but it, well, it, but it was, yeah, there was like, there was the Asian cheerleaders joke, and then there was also the firing women by cup size reference. It was like the whole minute. Right, like, right, right. The firing the women part fucking, I didn't like so much, but I, I, I enjoyed the having fun with the A, B, C, and D, like that he had something for each cup size. That was right. That was kind of fun. You're right. Scrap that whole minute. But, <laughs> but I just like, I, you know, I mean, maybe I also was kind of psyched up because Tony said this guy's been on before and he's yeah. funny, but I just like immediately, uh, I, I just recognize that you have a, a persona and a voice. Right. Yeah. And that's, and that's it very hard important. to come by. Right. So you're, you got that. 
Yeah, because you want to be able to give people in a minute anyway, even if you're doing a 10-minute set or a 20-minute set. But I mean, like, people just listening to this podcast, I think the sound of his voice right. and the, the delivery, he's got that. Totally. He just needs, you know, and he probably has lots of other minutes of material that I haven't heard. Yeah. You're right. No, I mean, I do feel like I kind of get a sense of who you are. Okay. Based on that, I would never let you date Fiona Sachs. We're all going to be very protective of like, Fiona. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like the I'm a comedy community is really yeah. going to take care of her. <laughs> no, but like, legitimately, you are aware, like, just as far as the choice of material goes, that uh, that kind of women do sort of have a, a control over the room, it, like in a regular, like you know, yeah. it's like dudes go with a girl and if the girl gets pissed at you then that ruins the night for both you know what I mean yeah. like you're gonna make if you just shit on women it's not you're not gonna it's gonna be it's an uphill climb you know I'm not saying don't do it but I'm yeah. saying like I was just trying to help you stuff. what are all these okay. jobs that you're getting laid off from where are you working what types uh, of things like are you doing com. I mean it's been over years but like during the dot com days I just I got laid off a lot. Um, you were like over at you were like at pets.com. When were the <laughs> when were the dot com days exactly? Ninety four. Yeah, like yeah, it was big for a while. Remember when like remember like there was there was a couple Super Bowls where every commercial was for dot coms that could not afford Super Bowl commercials. Right. Wow. That was my pets.com reference. Is that they went they went under after yeah. that because they spent millions of dollars on an ad to to show their sock puppet. And then they sued Robert Smigel. You know about that? They did? Yeah, because he also has a dog puppet. Sure. Yeah, they tried to sue him. They tried to sue Triumph. Yeah. Because they're like, we've got... We also have a... We have a puppet that's not funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're going to sue the fucking funny puppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Brett, what are you you doing for work now? Um, Right now, I'm just like freelancing and... Freelancing what? <laughs> yeah, do you think like do you think your current freelancing job will be your final, 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 <laughs> final? I'm doing, um, he, I'm doing stuff for Stanford University, like their identity and how they look and what stuff? I like just designing like uh, their catalogs and. Um, are you do? Are you a programmer? Or are you an no, art designer? Designer like graphic design? Yeah. All right. Oh, I don't tips. Do it anymore. I'm kind of sitting. Yeah, you guys trying to find backup professions for our friend here? Um, well, I'm trying, well, I'm trying to see if he can make a new Keltoni logo. Yeah. Uh, oh! <laughs> I, I wanted to do one because I love Scarface, and I was thinking of all these different like rad shirts. But you guys have, have you have you gone on these websites like Fiverr and Tenor and Twentyer and Thirtyer? Because it seems like if you Nowadays, you don't need to. You can work for home, especially for graphic design. What the fuck you can... are you giving him graphic design advice? What kind of a pun? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to like. Have you have you looked at these websites? And you know what I'm talking about? These are websites that people can hire you for a job, and okay. and it, it's just like. Like forty dollars, you just make a logo for them. Forty dollars, you make a logo for them. But I know people that are like seven days backed up of just forty dollars jobs that they spend like an hour on, and they're like making forty dollars an hour, pretty much. You know, yeah, and it's no. it's. I'm I don't know. For I'm, I I don't understand, or I don't. I would hate to have to try to do comedy and go to a nine to five job, and I think yes. that's what you're dealing with. Yep. Do you and have a kid? Yeah. You have a kid. You have two daughters. You have two daughters. Do you take baths with me? And you're not with that. <laughs> and you're not with that woman anymore, right? No, no, we're we're, we're yeah we're going. Oh, you're still together. We're still there, yeah. Okay. Like financially, we're yeah, we're stuck where we are. But um, yeah. Did you see uh, Brad Sachs when he was up here? Yeah. He just had a daughter. Yeah. Did that remind you of a young Brad Banta? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, thanks, Brett. It's always fun. He's on Twitter at Brett J. Banta for you listeners. Yeah. Adam, thanks, Jude. Thank you. Always fun. Always exciting. Did you ever ask Doug? Uh, Doug, did you did you you've been asked the question about like stuff that you in the past that you regretted doing as like material or something? Or, like, yeah, when is you there first anything started? you did on stage when you first started that you can't believe you ever did? Well, you go back and look at any set that you used to do. Like, whenever somebody shows me an old set from some somewhere, I'm never completely happy with it. And there's certainly you know things that I hate I mean, when about you very it. very first started like yeah. not recorded on TV or you know like, oh well uh, before friends I didn't have too many jokes that I didn't uh, you know pursue all the way to to television you know like I I didn't have much that fell by the wayside but there, I guess there was some stuff like what the very first set I ever did right here at the comedy store was like mostly props I was like a prop act because at that time Joel Hodgson and Pee Wee Herman and Howie Mandel like those were like all like very successful popular comedians who worked a lot with props that they either built or just toys that they found do you remember one of the props that you took on stage with you (laughs) yeah I I remember everything exactly (laughs) I had this stuffed this, this penguin that was very cute stuffed penguin that was a male penguin and if you squeeze it, a plastic egg would fall out because the male penguin holds the holds the egg and uh, walks around with it for however long it takes. And uh, I'd squeeze the egg out, and then I opened up the egg and showed a little stuffed baby penguin inside the egg, and then I put it all down. There's like no joke. <laughs> there was there was absolutely no joke. But it got a huge laugh just because of the oddness of it. Oh, Andy Kaufman was also very popular at the time. Oh, wow. So he was another person. And, and Steve Martin. Like, I, I emulated a lot of guys that just did a lot of weird shit on stage. And uh, in my first set, that got a laugh, so it encouraged me, and I kept going. How long have you been doing stand-up? Since 70? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's been a very, very, very long time. I don't like to talk about it. Really? Yeah, I like to, you know, keep I, it keep people confused. I had I had Sinbad on a few weeks ago. He's been doing it thirty years. Yeah, well, you know, Sinbad can brag about something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I had Jeff Garland on with him. He's been doing it thirty two years. Tony, let me ask you a question. I want to know how long. Do you know that we still have an audience here? Yeah. And that, <laughs> and that other young comics are dying to get up here and Jesse, do one minute crazy, of comedy? Anything crazy you did when you first started that you can't believe you did? Uh, well, I tell you what, this is something I never did, but it was always that. Uh, well, you know what? First of all, I wanted to say that there's a guy that I knew that I started with. I didn't do this, but he used to do some bit about uh, how women love to run their fingers through Italian guys' hair. And then he'd pick a chick in the front row and go, like, you want to run your finger? And then she'd go, yeah, all right. And then he would drop his pants and he had a fucking bushy wig in his tidy whities But he would do that at minute 16. So that means he had to fucking have this sweaty wig in his pants for the first 16 minutes. And then he would just... And then I never saw him wash that wig. Like, he would then go back and shove it back. It was a fascinating... He's a comic still. How big of a laugh did it get when he it re- would revealed that hair? Really? It would fucking destroy. Just run your fingers. Yeah. Did he ever, did you ever see a show where he was like, would you like to run your fingers through my hair? And the woman's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't that shut the bit down right there? <laughs> it sure would. Yeah. Uh, no, oddly, I don't think I ever saw They're that. They're always like, yeah. Yeah. I, it always right amazes on. me that, and anybody here can, any man here can try it. 
If you're on stage in front of an audience and you start to take off uh, uh, your outer garment, like your jacket or this hoodie or whatever, if you take it off on stage during a stand-up comedy show, several women in the audience will go, woo! Right. Yeah. They just fucking do it. Right. No matter how fat, ugly, stupid right. you are, if you start to disrobe on stage, yeah. there will be women in the audience that go, woo! It's crazy. Like, I don't get that. It's like Pavlovian. Yeah. Like, they don't, women don't get to see stripping enough. Right. So when it happens, they fucking have to make a yeah. noise about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a tea kettle. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really weird. Try well, it next time. If you an addendum to that, you would have to take the garment entirely off because this dude would just drop his sweatpants to his ankles, and that doesn't. So he always do had, he also always had to wear sweatpants yeah, because like, regular yeah, yeah. pants yeah, couldn't yeah, negotiate yeah, exactly. the fucking yeah, crazy wow. wig. Yeah, it was the, amazing. Oh. Well, hopefully our next comedian doesn't do that, and her name is Felicia Folks. <laughs> oh shit! Have a wig in her pants. No. Damn it, oh. Felicia Folks, you just got blacklisted. Well, it happened so fast. Maybe she's in the shitter. Willie, well, blacklisted. Maybe she started her period. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Willie. It's getting better. I guess you went with that same one that you did before, huh? Did yeah. Decided not to change. I wish we There's two ladies, girl. right? Two ladies didn't show up for their spot. Ah, yeah. Ladies, what man. What's what up with the do? ladies tonight? <laughs> Signing up and getting cold feet. Hands together for Albert Albert Linton. Oh, Here he is. Yeah. Albert Linton. So my name is Albert Linton, like he said, and actually I'm glad he said it, and I'm saying it again more for me than for you, because I'm pretty old and I'll probably forget my name by the time the set is over. So it's Albert Linton, I want you to remember that. Actually it's Albert Nathaniel Arthur Linton, I don't use it because the initials are A-N-A-L. That's anal for the slow folks. And I drove up from San Diego, I'm originally from Texas, I don't really have a joke about that. Someone else, you can always tell me someone's from Texas because you say, Texas, you! Because everybody's proud of Texas. The best thing about Texas is being from there. <laughs> I feel the same way about Florida. Um, I like California, though, and I like the girls in California because California has beautiful women. I almost said the most beautiful women in the world, but, you know, that would be pandering, and I don't really want to pander because I'm not being paid. Um, I've been doing stand-up comedy for a long time. I have no reason why I continue to do it, probably because I can't do any fucking thing else. <laughs> I've tried doing a lot of things, everything. I'm kind of like this guy up here who says you get fired all the time for fouling. I'd fire you too, fucker. But the point is, I've been fired from a lot of things. And I've had kids. <laughs> <laughs> he brought out the bear. Albert, Wait, what happened? What, what happened to the kitten? It was a cat. There was a cat. Oh, there was? Yeah. yeah. I just went right through that. I'm so That's all right. I'm too, man. You can get away yeah. with it, Albert. How are you doing, Albert? For Good those of you that man. don't know, Albert works down at the La Jolla Comedy Store, one of our favorite places in the world where right. we took Tony Don't visit on the us. Road. Don't visit us. Have well, you thought about going by the professional name Not Fat Albert? Because <laughs> you're not fat. No, I have not. And your about name this. is Albert, and that's a good bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm not fat Albert. <laughs> I'm not fat Albert. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but uh, but you were that was uh, if I may go first that was uh, rapid fire jokes and uh, you know some better than others but uh, 
you know, you, you, uh, how many times has he done it up here? First time. First time up here. You came all the way up from San Diego. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, uh, I loved it. I did too. It was great, man. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. You could tell you've been doing it for a while. How long have you been doing it? How long have you been doing stand-up? Why are you looking at me while he's talking to you? Why the fuck are you both What's, ha- what's so happening? Edgy? <laughs> me and Charlie should be so cagey about how long you've done comedy. What the fuck is going well, on? That's why he looked at me. Yeah. Because oh, he didn't want to wear the same boat. We both, we've both been doing comedy for 60 years. <laughs> you guys are both and the Neither one of, of us wants story. to admit it. <laughs> so great. Trying to stay young and contemporary. That's right. That's the yeah. idea. Is that a Kangol you're wearing? Yeah. No, it's my that's, iPad. That's a hat. Kangol <laughs> has hat. But, uh, it's his iPad. <laughs> Okay, well, this is the When you get old and you go bald, you start wearing hats. How old are you, Albert? Here we go. Wait a second. <laughs> don't you don't have to answer that. No, Nobody gets sixty-three. Holy shit! Thank you. Thank you. That's great. Look at you. You're hanging out with a bunch of young bucks. You're living your life. That's so exciting. Yeah, I am. I'm excited. And I've been yeah. doing comedy twenty-five years. Wow. Awesome, now, do you, go, do you get up a lot in San Diego? I mean, I'm sure at the comedy store, but do you get up outside of the comedy store in San Diego a lot? Yeah, I get up about... Um, uh, mostly, when I'm not working there, I get up at the other clubs. So oh. I try to be up every night. I would love to have you at the Ice House anytime that you I want to. I would love to be at the All Ice right, House. All right, great. Yeah, I'll give you, put you on the Ice House Chronicles. It's I bet even you have further a lot of cool drive stories. from San Diego. <laughs> but you'll get a lot, long, you'll get a lot longer than a minute. So, what? Yeah. Why? To do Devil's Lake, Minnesota. There's a club up there. That we Devil's Lake? Lake. Oh, Lake. Devil's Lake. Uh, yeah. I like Devil's Lake yeah. a lot. <laughs> I, you like lake. lakes. You know, yeah. Devils shouldn't have a lake. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. even make sense. Like Devil's Lake of Fire. Minnesota has 10,000 lakes. They're going to run out of people to name lakes after after a while. <laughs> yeah, they just have to, oh, Satan Lake, Devil yeah. Lake. <laughs> That's how it goes. How, I thought it was great, by the way, too. Like, like, how long have you been at the comedy store down there? Uh, six years. Six years. Right. I bet you have a lot of crazy stories. Uh, yeah, it's a great place. There yeah, are a we've lot had of a lot people. of fun weekends. Yeah. I know every time I go Funny down there, you, guys have been on, you, always have fun. you see us always get crazy because yeah. everybody gets loose at La Jolla. Yeah. And, and, I, and I sell popcorn a lot down there. So yeah. Many people's favorite place. comedy club in the world. So Definitely. it's fun. Albert, it, I'm so You guys have never been there. No. What? I've been never to the La Jolla Comedy Store. You Not kidding since, me? How long ago? Not well. Yeah, it's been a while. But uh, yeah, did I do a show? How many years? Did I show, do a show with you there, Brian? That was uh, the other club. American. Uh, oh yeah. ACC, American Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah. But that's they're they're pretty far apart uh, within uh, San Diego. Like uh, Comedy Stars in La Jolla, and the other ones in the uh, Gaslamp. But uh, I, yeah, I just don't. I, you know, I don't play there. But you know, uh, I but you like guys should it. come down. That's all I was saying. I've been there. You should yeah, come back. yeah. I, will. I will. Albert, All right. thank you so much. Thanks, Albert. Albert says, "Jesse Joyce, yeah. come to the San Diego, <laughs> please San Diego follow, comedy store. Please follow Albert on Twitter. A L B L I N T. It's that easy. Al Blint, I think it is. He's on Twitter. Believe it or not, sixty-two and tweeting. Sixty-three. Don't cheat him. Okay, so just, a, <laughs> just a but just a small piece of advice. If you can get your own name and just your name on Twitter, go with that. Yeah. yeah. Don't mess around with 
Get as close to your name as possible. And, yeah, it don't add stand-up to it. Like, I know a friend of mine, a couple friends of mine that they already have long names. Then they add stand-up on the end of it. So it's like this person, this person, stand-up. If, if I'm making, as a comic, this is comic advice, if I'm making a lineup like tonight at the Ice House or at the Comedy Store, but I will leave your name out more than m- most names. Like, if, you, like, if you're the Teeb or something like that, I'm always putting the Teeb in there. But if you're like JeremiahStandUpComedy.com, I'm not going to put this whole Twitter address, you know? Like so you, the team should still he should have his name because people he's not professionally known as the team right JT maybe JT he should just have his full name if you can get away with it yeah. at Tony Hinchcliffe works perfectly right I agree Red Band Easy. at Red Band Short. at Red Band's even better two yeah. people that have decently Asshole. long Twitter <laughs> handles are our regulars on oh, this podcast regular time uh, you've seen them every time you've ever seen this show these two young ladies have been doing a new 60 seconds ever since the show started and we're gonna do it again tonight going up first you know from the Dysentery podcast Kill Tony always a brand new minute with the goofy fun stylings of Sarah Weinshank here she is up I'm contemplating hibernation like I'm just over it I'm just over it I just want to eat a lot of food and sleep for an extended amount of time there's a lot of stupid people there's a lot of stupid happy people pissing me off trying to get me to do things that I don't want to do like play Jenga There's two types of people. People who play Jenga and people like me. I don't want to play catchphrase. Stupid. I don't want to play Jenga. It's stupid. People like that make me want to hibernate. Also, who are these people that take forever at the ATM? It leaves me in a weird position because it's like you can't get too close because then they think that you're going to rob them. But at the same time, it's not deactivating a bomb. Why is it so fucking hard, bro? It's not a riddle. Put in your pin. Okay. Is there anything else after that? Put in your pin. It's not a riddle. That's it? I don't really know. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. What more about the hibernating? What made you think of hibernating? Yeah, last week you were talking about how you're talking to stars. Are you going through a bout of depression right now? Sounds like depression. (laughs) I I mean, last week I talked about bloggers. Oh. Yeah. No, I just feel like hibernating. Like I want to eat and sleep for an extended amount of time. Who wouldn't want to do that? People who aren't depressed. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> or people, people who have like things Jenga. to live for. But uh, <laughs> goals, dreams, you know, yeah. everything. Yeah. Weren't you just in the desert, fucking playing Mario Brothers? You having I was in the time? desert. Yeah, I was in the desert. That's where I got approached by a stranger about Jenga, and I was like, no, I'm sleeping. <laughs> That's my own the business. worst when you're in the desert and someone, <laughs> someone wants to play Jenga. First you think it's a mirage, you see the Jenga box, you're like, water. Yeah. Next thing you know. I was trying to sleep, and the stranger asked me to play Jenga, and I was like, no. Yeah, that's not uh, that's not a game you play when you're sleepy. Were you a Burning Man? Is that what this is? No. Where the fuck did you? Why were you sleeping in the desert? I wasn't just like sleeping in the sand. I was like sleeping by a pool, and like a stranger, drunk girl who was trying to make new friends invited me to play Jenga, and I said no. And then she came out with catchphrase, and I was like, no. But is that happening more than once? 
Because you were like, what's with all these people wanting to play Jenga yeah, in the desert? What's with the constant barrage of Jenga enthusiasts? Yeah. If I had a nickel for every time somebody approached me in the desert and costed me with Jenga. I feel like there's a lot of people that like Jenga a lot. Oh, yeah. People do like it. You're and they right want you to that. like it, too. They have it, like, in bars and yeah. stuff. Right. Like, get drunk and get really nervous about these wooden blocks falling over. Yeah. It's fucking intense. It's like your own 9-11 that you get to build. <laughs> Let's play Tower 7. <laughs> Have you been eating and sleeping a lot lately? So Tower 7 would blow uh, up from the inside. Not as much as I want to be. What? I mean, not as much as I want to be. Because I have shit to do. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's just a, like a fantasy of mine to hibernate. Right. If you could sleep for as long as you wanted to and wake up after that sleep, like set a machine to a certain amount of rest, how long would you sleep for? I'm too neurotic to actually hibernate, actually. I don't know. Probably like a few weeks. Sleeping's a really good diet. Yeah. I love when it gets sick. Because it's so hard to eat when you're sleeping. (laughs) Well, but that's the problem with hibernating is you basically store up for the winter. Right, you eat so, a bunch, yeah. and then just sleep She's not the saying napping. She's suggesting hibernating, which yeah. it's, heavy. it's probably the only bare characteristic you'd actually want to, right? Being insanely overprotective of your young and not... You wouldn't be able to play Jenga, technically speaking, without opposable digits. Yeah, so. I just have paws. It's probably a lot of... <laughs> do you want to go out into a river and um, catch fish in your mouth? No. Okay. Wait. Just trying to think of other ways that you're bear like. Do you like? Uh, do you like picnic baskets? <laughs> oh, Doug Benson. I like a picnic basket. When you're do you like honey. Yeah, I like honey. Who doesn't like some fucking honey? Do you sometimes just wear a t-shirt with no underwear or shorts? That's a Winnie the Pooh reference, everybody. I know it's a. Uh, I know it's a little bit creepy, uh, but... That is the weirdest outfit Winnie the Pooh has. Yeah, man. Like, here's more, my butt and my dick. More like Winnie the... Ew. I could barely cover, <laughs> barely cover my belly with this shirt. <laughs> when female bears have periods when they're hibernating... Does Here it just... we go. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> Sarah Wineshank, everybody. There she goes. Hey, Sarah. She's on Twitter at Princess Shank. That's Princess... Princess S H E N K, all one word. All the all the princesses want to hibernate, right? Yeah. Sleeping Beauty. Uh huh. Frozen. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the end of my list. Our other uh, <laughs> our Diana. other regular dropped out of. Hey, come on, Princess Diana. Yeah. Oh, she, oh, she oh went, no! She, she, it's she's the fucking asleep. anniversary this week. Oh, it is. Really? Yeah. 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 She died on my yeah. mother's birthday. She died on your mom's oh. birthday. No, my eleventh. But it was Labor Day weekend, birthday. right? I think it was Labor. I think it was Labor Day weekend. It's August thirty first, nineteen ninety seven. There you go. And uh, <laughs> I still have it. The L.A. Times weekend edition that weekend had a campaign to. They were going to sell as an auction to raise money a dress that Diana owned. And I swear to you, I have the weekend she died, I have an ad that came out in the LA Times that said, win a dress to die for. <gasps> wow. <laughs> a 
unbelievable. Yeah, Instagram that shit. Pretty amazing. Put your hands yeah, together Instagram for our it. final regular of the night. It's Kimberly Condon. That was a bad. That was a bad setup for her. <laughs> Horrible intro. Lady Die, and now here's. Yeah. Hi guys. Uh, who here has a mom? Hey, me too. That's cool. Have you ever heard uh, the saying? If you want to know what a girl's going to look like in 30 years, look at her mother. You've heard that, right? Um, That's why every time my mom starts to gain a little weight, I politely remind her to stop cock blocking. (laughs) It's like with every piece of bacon is another failed marriage. No one's going to want this. Um, it's like, how does that burger taste? Does it taste like you'll never have grandchildren? Because <laughs> you're ruining everything for me. I'm not going to take care of you in a nursing home. They are. Um, <laughs> I uh, strongly believe in the pull-out method. Uh, I think it's an awesome thing. I, I was, uh, I'm, I'm always pretty careful. I don't want to get pregnant because I feel like I can't afford to keep anything alive besides myself. Okay. Is there anything else to that? Is that it? Uh, that was a whole bit about dating a guy in the NFL who was way more careful about pulling out than I was, and every time he pulled out, he, I, I say that I just saw him spitting out D1s. Like, no. D1s? Yeah, it's, it's, like, good, it's like college football. Sounds like nobody here gets it except except one guy who, instead of laughter, just described what it is. Little professional football players being wasted. Good at football, right? Gotcha. It was a joke about wanting division one college sperm is what D ones means. D ones, D ones, yeah. Interesting. Well, I guess the cat saved you on that one. Uh, <laughs> but, or nobody uh, watches football. The fucking pussy in time. The the burger. All that. The shit burger grandkids thing was, I think, the joke of the night. That yeah. was great. Yeah, that was totally. Thank you. Yeah, like that. Like joke of the night. There you go. Joke it's of the night. Official. There you and, go. Uh, with that, we're actually going to wrap it up. Kim, great job. Hey. We're a little bit late on time. I thought when she said when she was she said she does the pull out method, I thought you were going to say you pull out all your sperm out of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like that you said wrap it up though. You are unbelievable, Brian. That was gross. I love looking at Jesse Joyce's reaction to what Red Band said. I feel like he's going to attack me again. <laughs> Kimberly, great job. You crushed. Oh, thank Fantastic. You. The Bird of Truth, thank you. The West Hollywood Bear, thank you. Kimberly Congdon is on Twitter at Kimberly Congdon. Sarah Weinshank at Princess Weinshank. Jesse Joyce, you're Jesse Joyce. No I in Jesse. J-E-S-S-E Joyce. One word. That's right. Hilarious. Always on the move. Something fun happening. Did your David Tell thing come out? Yeah, the Comedy Underground. Yeah, you can see the whole thing online. Follow him on Twitter so you know when he's on uh, Fox News. I always love seeing you. You're always busy and fun. Thanks, man. Keep up the good work. Uh, I'm sure we'll be working on the next roast really soon together. Certainly will. Doug Benson. What? DougLowesMovies.com. That's all they need to know. There you go. All of my shit is over there. Doug Benson's the man. Willie Hunter has his own show. The Willie Hunter Show. He's on Twitter at Willie Hunter. That's Willie spelled with I-E, not a Y, guys. It's at Will Hunter Show. Will Hunter Show. Oh, Will Hunter. One of those, Good huh? Will Hunter. Yeah. Go with a name that you don't go with. That'll really guide him there. All right, then we got to wrap the show up. Yeah, there you go, you son of a bitch. It's that Will Hunter show. Come see us in Columbus and Phoenix, everybody. Thanks yeah. for listening. This was episode, I believe, 69. 68. 68. 
and kill Tony. Thank you guys so much. Good night. Take a small example, take a different thing. Take a lot of your body, give it up to charity. Love is what I got, it's within my reach.